welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, All Things Relationships, Wellbeing and Yoga. And today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Michelle de Kaiser and it's 5.30 in the morning for her. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so grateful. And she is a wife and a mum of three kids who participated in various mum groups, ran a few, even joined some book clubs, but envisioned something different as she found herself looking around, still wondering what she did or what she wanted to do that didn't involve kids activities then she had a new mission which was to help other mamas find their passions while being more present with their families in a supportive empowering environment surrounded by grace she has started spreading this message through youtube instagram and her blog so welcome thank you so much for being here I'm so excited to be here Gemma thank you so much for having me on here all right I'm going to fall asleep I will not fall asleep. I promise you. I, I was telling Gemma that at 5.30 in the morning, I don't always get up at 5 a.m., but it is my um, goal just to get some time to myself or do something for me. And actually sh- talking with you and connecting is something I feel for me. And yeah. so I think that I try to do that before the kids. Even sometimes I don't get my son. My son gets up at 6.20 to start for middle school. And so even if I only get up at 6, like just uh, 10 minutes before he gets up, I just yeah. need a little something yeah. <laughs> where I can like talk to them. <laughs> So how did you kind of get into this? Like what was your previous job? And then you came, well, then you went on to have kids, I suppose. Yeah. So I, um, I ended up um, in the middle, I was, I ended up going to NYU, um, New York university. And in the middle of um, getting my graduate degree, I think a lot of us have that, oh my God, what am I going to do next kind of thing? Oh, I'm graduating and what do I do? And actually the boyfriend I had at the time, his mom, who I actually get along with very well, she suggested, why don't you go for your teaching credential? I was like, oh, I'm not going to teach high schoolers. I want to check. Like, well, what about elementary? So I ended up going for my elementary credential. Um, long story short, I moved back to California, um, where I'm from, and ended up teaching high school. Oh, no. <laughs> you so, I taught high, right, so I taught high school for eight years. And I actually, like my husband, um, I met him right about the time I moved from New York back to California. It was like, I moved back in March and met him in May. And so then everything kind of took off from there. And um, we both, we, we both wanted to travel. So we ended up um, taking a sabbatical year and traveled around the world together, getting married and stuff along the way. Oh. Um, and so I've just always had like this love of learning and stuff. But however, once I became a mom, we decided we moved, ended up moving from California to Wisconsin where we're living right now, just because of the um, housing and um, everything being easier. Um, so when we did that, I decided to, I ended up staying home with the kids. And that's where I think it came into being like, we're like, what, how do I do this? How do I manage being home and being with the kids? And um, then it came to the point where my, um, with COVID, I ended up homeschooling them for a year. Oh, wow. Yes. 
And so December 1st of 2020 was a day I decided to homeschool them for a year. Well, I thought, I didn't know at the time it was only going to be a year. Um, and I also started a program called the 75 Hard, which I don't know if you've heard of it or yeah. some people may have heard of it, but it's kind of those regimens where you like do the two workouts a day, drink gallon of water, diet, all this for 75 days. If you do, don't do one of those things in 75 days, you're supposed to start over again. Oh, wow. And then <laughs> also phases to it afterwards. So I did the year long, so I did all three phases and all that. And that's kind of where this whole change starts shift because it was this point where I was saying, where the kids were, my kids were getting a little bit older and I had this little spot where I'm like, all of a sudden I had like these little pockets of time. And then I start getting anxious and not knowing what to do with those pockets. And all of a sudden I was like, what do I do with myself? I don't even know what I like doing anymore. And then I started to get anxious and depressed and like, okay, well, I'm sitting here on my phone playing Candy Crush in those moments. Like, all of a sudden I'm playing way too long because I should be doing stuff with the kids. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, get this level back. <laughs> and I think when I did the 75 hard, I started focusing more on changing my habits. And so it was a small change. That was a massive change. But then now it's like, now that I'm not doing that, it's like these daily like thoughts of these small habits and changes. And I was like, well, I know I can't be the only one that feels this way. Like once you get into that motherhood, you just feel so lost. Yeah. And so I was like, how do we do this? And that's actually why um, when I reached out to you, I was like, I think part of the thing was we're just missing connection again. We're so disconnected from each other. Um, Look around my neighborhood. We have these, our little boxes that we live in. We have our little cars that we drive in and we all keep to ourselves. And, and that's part of what's missing. And how do we, and the hard part is, is how do we go from that to actually connecting with people? Because now we're like that anxiety and that fear of it all is there. And yeah. like, like, I'll see someone I want to talk to them. I'm like, do I really? Even last night I was like, I was in line for Santa for like all the way wrapped around for like oh, line yeah. for an hour, right? I'm like, I almost reached out to the mom in front of me, but then our kids kept coming in. So I didn't, but it's like that, that almost like I'll almost do it sometimes. And so it's like doing that more often to make those yeah. connections. And so for me, I wanted to create like almost like that bridge to give moms a way to have that already built into my program and my class to help start it because it's, it's practice because yeah. we haven't done it for so long. We need that practice of just opening up and connecting and knowing who to open up to, because you don't open up to everyone. You don't need to open up to everyone, (laughs) but you do need to open up to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I make a point every single day of smiling at someone that I don't know, because you'd never know it might make their day or they might think you're you're weird, but never mind. (laughs) And and that's it too. It's um, we don't necessarily have to make like, oh, you got to go make out and do all these new activities and stuff. It's like, it's more making those effort efforts when you're at like say Starbucks or something, and maybe having that longer conversation or just making that initiation at the grocery store when someone asks you something like go a little bit further. It's just because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And um, and that's, it's, it's kind of that practice. It's not that you have to like make these huge jumps. It's like these small baby steps that will just, you know, make it more natural, but it's hard. Definitely it is. And so I think because hard. we are, we are human beings and we're supposed to be in a group where we're not, we're not sedentary. Is that the word? Yeah. So by with the COVID whole situation and we were only supposed to stay indoors and, and do whatever, we have lost that connection. But I think it is certainly important. And then why, like with your women's circles and things like that, that is important as well, because we are all connected. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the importance, um, I was actually writing about this last night, um, the importance of like the circle itself, because 
the structure of it is that we're equals. We're not trying to have this hierarchy. And, and we all have importance and we all have knowledge and, and wisdom to bring to each other and to share and acknowledge each other. It's not about, oh, I know this and you're going to learn this from me. It's, it's about that equalization and raising each other up. I think for a long time you have, um, from one of the groups called the sisterhood wound, where you've been hurt by other women because you've shared or been vulnerable and stuff. And then they go and turn that on you because we've had that as well, like where you're just catty and trying to up one each other. Yeah. The idea is to, to you know, the circle idea is, is to just listen and hear and be seen by other women. And even um, with my format, like we don't, the other thing is don't always try to fix it. It's like, we just need to get out from us what's inside of us. You don't need to have someone respond to it. You just need to have someone listen to it. Yeah. And so there's like a part where like, we don't even, we just kind of like beam each other rather than um, say something. Cause we need that space just to get it all out. Cause when you're talking and someone's like, oh, I know what you're going to say. And then they just cut you off. All of a sudden you're like, yeah. oh, that wasn't what I was going to say. Yeah. But then you feel that you can't say it because they've, yeah, kind of butted in. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a chance to have that practice of getting it out and expressing yourselves and learning how to do that again because it's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. And actually, sometimes yeah. when we're in the when we when we go shopping or you you see like a a child having a tantrum and you can really see the frustration on the parent's face and and you kind of give like a, a nodding smile like I know exactly how you feel you're okay. <laughs> without kind of butting in uh, but they might need that it's that that i find hard as in like do you want to cuddle do you not want to cuddle <laughs> i'll just leave you but i know exactly what you mean <laughs> but it's funny with the grocery store scenario because you think sometimes like you've i've had both where i've had people saying like giving you a look or giving you advice yeah on what you with your That's child it. and think about that mom's how you feel when you get that advice from some perfect stranger yeah um you probably didn't need that at that moment sometimes yeah. it's it might be helpful, but a lot of times it's that nod or that smile that actually helps. Like, I know what you're going through. I'm just here. I'm not trying to judge you. I'm just here with you. And that's exactly the point of us trying to do this together is like, we all have our struggles, but we yeah. have to get that out. And we yeah. just have to be able to listen to each other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Welcome to Inside Timer, the number one free app for sleep, anxiety and stress with more than 100,000 guided meditations led by the best teachers from Great Britain and around the world. I am a teacher on this platform and it is amazing for sleep, anxiety, everything really. So come on over and check it out. It's a free app and it has over 20 million meditators on there. I have over 25 meditations for you to choose from as well as the goddess academy of light course you will learn so much on this course and you have made the right decision to be here and be part of this amazing self-taught academy journey this is a self-taught 14-day course that you can take at your own pace everything if it is getting too much for you you are struggling with your relationships you're struggling with life this is one course that you need in your life you will learn how to meditate and journal so you have a clearer headspace to come at your relationship you will learn how to use EFT tapping method 
for you to feel completely stress-free. You will use breath work, you will know how to sleep better, have self-care and nutrition. You will learn yoga techniques, movement, exercise for you to be able to move through challenging times within your relationship and for you to be able to survive whatever it is that life and your relationship throws at you. You will also learn how to communicate with your partner better and there are so many more different techniques and tools for you to have the best relationship with your partner and yourself. So come on over onto the Insight Timer meditation app. It is free to download. Just search it wherever you download your apps from and I will see you there. And there's just so much of it. And I can see you've got check-in down the side. What uh, I know what, what, what all those mean, but <laughs> to the audience, what do they mean? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I came up with a framework called check-in. So it's the like the seven layers that help us get through that. So mini course that I'm offering your audience as well is kind of like the, the mini version just to get to familiar with it and see if it was something you were interested with. So the C is curiosity because as somewhere along the lines from age five to us, like you, we lose it. And yeah. so it's almost like looking for that again. And, and especially as moms, what do I actually want to do? Like, not what do I need to do with my kids? What, what, and even with the holidays, like yeah. what things do I like doing? Do I like baking cookies? If I do, then I should do it with my kids. If I, I, that's one of the activities that would be great to do in the holidays. If I don't, then take that out the window, like be, but be curious about what do you actually enjoy doing during the holidays? And then honest, and then H is for honesty, where we're truly looking at what do we value? And because it's easy to say, oh, I have this list of values and stuff. And it's funny when I go through it with other people, it's like you give them this whole list, they're like all of a sudden you see their faces drop. Like, <laughs> how the heck do I narrow that down? Because we yeah. really don't take time to do that. And so that's um one of the things I think that we need to do um, as well. And then E. It's actually expectations, but it's a different twist on it and how we, I, I kind of wish we could just get rid of expectations, but it's more if we, it's, I don't think it's absolutely possible for us to do that. So it's more that we need to acknowledge them yeah. and then realize how to work them or make them into goals or things of how that we have these general ideas. But if we don't actually put them down on paper or acknowledge what they are, that then they just, our subconscious takes over and then we get anxious about them without even knowing it. And then C is that connection. And actually part of the course, part of the connection is that um, when they're in the Zoom room and we had a different one, I want to match them with a group that they can then after the course take with them if they so choose to. Because um, I feel the thing with the moms groups is I always felt like I get so light, lit up that day, right? That day you're with everyone, you're at your table, you're sharing. And, and But then the next day you're like, where'd that feeling just go? Yeah. Who do I reach out to? And and so I want them to have that support. Like again, this is that bridge, so we can bring that to the people around us and and stuff. And then the key, the K, the key, <laughs> the K is for um, keep listening because a lot of times, like we're saying, is we cut people off. And it's funny because I was reworking a little bit, and the one thing that I realized with listening is everything stems from our pain. So like when our kids acting out, it's like, it's a pain of something. And we try to like ignore root and the pain and say, oh, that's just, but, so we need to keep listening and figuring out and being open to trying to get to that. What is that? Why? And then listening to each other without cutting each other off. And then the I is for intentional, making our intentions. And I kind of put I and N together for intentional now. So that, yeah. especially when you're like, 
um, in the group part would be like that you make your plans to how you're going to run your circle once you leave this class. But it's also just that for yourself that you start making intentional plans in your calendar for yourself. Like, are you a morning person? Give yourself 20 minutes in the morning. How are you going to use that time? And we want to plan that out. Because I've realized even with myself, when I'm like, okay, well, I want to do these five things in the morning, but then I don't always do those five. So it's almost sometimes I might yeah. need a rotation of them. Like, yeah. so I'm not, I'm still giving myself grace that I'm doing something more. I don't need to do all of it every day because that's just not realistic. Yeah. <laughs> That is hard. And also that that kind of comes into self care as well. So everyone is talking about self care these days, this kind of the thing of 2022. <laughs> and as moms, we certainly need it. But what are the ways that that we can or mums can find self care? I think it's such a big buzzword and I think people are almost turned off by it by now because yeah. it's such a big buzzword, but it's almost, it's just that intention more so than anything. So even moms, even if it's just one minute before you get out of bed in the morning that you decide what you want to do with your day, that you want to say, I love myself, just even picking something for a minute before you get out of bed. Like it doesn't have to be this big ominous, oh, I have to go get my manicure. I have to go do this. I have to go do my journaling every single day. It's just, it's just that intentionality of knowing that you are worth it because you are. And that's what it really is down to. It doesn't have to be this big word kind of almost like, yeah. <laughs> I think people start to roll their eyes when you say the word self-care these days. <laughs> it certainly is. And uh, do you have any tips that you can kind of, moms can connect back to themselves more? And I think that's what the biggest thing is, is that with the self-care and the buzzwords, I think the biggest thing is just asking yourself and starting with that curiosity of what do I like doing? Mm -hmm. And just intentionally asking yourself that question, because those are the things you should be putting into your self-care. So I could give you say, oh, go journal, go do this. But if it's not your thing, that is not what you should do. But you might want to explore trying it, see if it is yours, but just to look with that curiosity and try maybe journaling in the morning and see if that helps you. But I would give it at least a week or two just to see if that is something, but it's not that I have to do these things. It's just to be open and questioning what works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's just so different that we can't, um, it's all these prescriptions and plans and like, oh, well, I, I didn't, that one didn't work for me. So I, I must be a horrible person. And yeah. no, it just, you're different than what this plan was prescribed for. Like it worked for this person, maybe this person, but you're just a little bit different. Yeah. And so it's, we have to be open to what works for us. Yeah. Definitely. And how can mums have more connections? Like I remember when I was, when I first had Hugo, I, we only had one car. My husband had the, had the car to go to work and I would then get a bus to baby group because it made me get out and find some other mums that my friends hadn't had their children yet. So I felt like quite isolated and we live in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, I can't walk anywhere. Okay, I need to get the bus. And I made myself do that, but I know a couple of my friends didn't and they really suffered with postnatal depression. And I know we're not talking about that, but how can you kind of make more, I suppose? Yeah, make more connections. And that is that is the hardest part because when, when you are home and that isolating feeling and stuff, which is why I wanted to do like this, what I offer is completely Zoom related right now. Because again, um, it's those baby steps to be able to do those connections. So what I, that's what I offer. But I think in general for moms, it's looking at 
what are you feeling like you need to do? Like for me, the same way for me, when my son was eight weeks old, I was already like, like, uh, I have to get out of the house. So I was like enrolling him in like the baby swim lessons yeah. and like gym classes just to get out. But even being there for me was a little bit hard to actually like make that leap. Okay. Can I talk to this mom? And mm-hmm. I can think of like, there's two moms that like I had made friends with there, but it, like it took time. So it's also just making that effort, but giving yourself the grace. Like, it might not happen right away, but don't give up. Like it takes a little bit of time to get comfortable, like taking that first step, looking through a catalog and finding a class that you can do with your child to get out um, is really key, but know that it's going to take a little bit of time to make those connections and and not to put so much pressure on yourself, I think is key because we do that. We're like, okay, well, okay, I see. And then of course, Facebook is like, oh, all these moms are like all together. And why don't I have that? And that can be overwhelming. So it's, it's those small efforts that will lead up. But if you keep, pick that one course with you and your baby, go to the library, going and doing those things, but looking for it and being curious again, what do I like doing with my baby? Yeah. Do I like doing library classes? I don't. Okay. Well, then that's not for me. Because when you start picking the things that you like doing with um, your child, then you will find other moms you connect with better. Because the key yeah. is when you start to light up doing what you want to do, then you start to attract people around you. Yeah. But if you're judging yourself, oh, I really don't like this library class. I don't like how she's doing this. Then then look for a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody is different again. And then what lights you up might not like what lights someone else up. So it is it's, it's very different. And you've said grace a few times. How can each person or what is grace and how can each person find it really? And it's funny because um, I honestly um, I'm connecting mamas now and I actually rebranded from our circle of grace because it's not for me, grace wasn't necessarily religious. It was more a sense that we have trouble finding it and giving it to each other. Like again, with the the listening, we want to just cut each other off and say, oh, this is how we fix it. But the grace allows us just to support each other. And to like, um, as one friend told me, she actually would take compassion showers. And so she'd get into the shower and like, just, just tell herself the word compassion over and over as the water flow over you but then all of a sudden we look at you she goes well, you need a great shower <laughs> <laughs> and like just letting that it's it's taking those small moments even a minute in the shower and grace might not be your word maybe it's determination today or whatever you need for that day is just to let that and taking again small pockets of time one to two minutes at a time just going with your breath and so for me grace and what I bring to the group is is that support and that openness that I I can do this. Yeah. And um, that when, when I'm in that moment of anxiety, I'm just like, okay, I just need to give myself grace. Um, yeah. I can do this and then um, go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I love that. And if you are a mom that is struggling or you're really not sure where to go and, and change something for you to feel better, what is one change that you can make right now? I like, think the care or yeah, just anything. Compassion. Well, I think the one change is just the way you look at it because yeah. it's the question again, it's just starting with that question. What do I like? And just looking around, I mean, there's like just one thing that you want to find. And then that's what you focus on yeah. to make that change. It's not, and then it might be that you want a new haircut. If that's something that's going to like, um, it's just, it's that, it's that intention to want to notice what you like again 
and then focusing on that. Yeah, because also, and I say that in my relationship coaching is that you are a mother second, you are your person first. Uh, and like, yeah, your parents second, you are a couple first. So you kind of have to come back to that. I'm not just Hugo and Brianna's mom. I am actually Gemma. <laughs> and I think I'm, I'm so used to being, yeah, you're like, I'm the mom of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or, you know, and then that's even the, all your friends know you like, oh, you're, that's Lily's mom. Like, you know, like, but it's true. It's like, and then when my kids say my name, they, they say it with such disdain, uh, Michelle. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? And what is the ultimate goal of motherhood, would you say? I think, well, I think the ultimate goal of life or in motherhood in general is just to enjoy and be present as much as possible in your day and to enjoy your day as much as you can and um, to focus on those things that you like to do. And that's our journey is just to figure those things out, which isn't easy. And is which is, and the way that we do that is by communicating and talking with others to get those thoughts out of our heads. Because when they're circling in our heads, that's when we have the self-talk and the negative feelings. But when we can get that out and share that with others, um, it, it stops it. Yeah. Um, I was just, I can't remember the name. I think the book was um, Connection, Lost Connections um, by John Hari. He was saying that um, there was a study from, it was funny because I lived in California in Kaiser Permanentes where I had my first son. But that they, the branch in San Diego did a, um, a survey of like everyone who had taken the, the, I believe it's the ACE, right? The one where all the trauma related, um, where they find their number. Oh, and how yes. many they had. Yeah. Anyway, well, they did that for all the patients who would take it. And then it came on their chart, but then they had the doctors, um, if it came up with a lot, they had, the, they had a note for the doctors for their next appointment just to ask them about it. Oh, wow. And um and some people did share and were just had never shared that with another human being. And were just the release of yeah. being able to get that out of them, yeah. Um, yeah. which we would never have known, but like it helps so many people just because we hide these shame and bring, yeah. bring shame on us. Yeah, we did. And so when we're able to share and get that out and someone else is like, realizes okay, well, in your head, you're like, I'm the worst person ever. But when someone else doesn't say that back to you, all of a sudden that releases it because most likely they're not going to, like yeah. we all, they're going to listen and, and, and have compassion and shit. And like, oh my gosh, that happened to you yeah. kind of feeling more so, but in our heads, we're like, I can't believe that happened to me or I can't believe I did that. And we just circle that over and over in our heads yeah. and we need yeah. to find a way to release it. Yeah. And I think as well, a lot of people think that they're on their own when actually they're not. And everybody goes through the same kind of things, but nobody really speaks about it, which is okay. But then it's nice to really find that courage to speak out. And then that person who you're talking to is like, oh yeah, actually I've been through that. Or I know exactly how you feel. So as soon as, like you say, like you release it, you think, oh, wow, actually I, I'm not on my own at all. And I think that that's exactly. certainly needed more. Yes. And so it's, it's more that we're, but we have to learn how to do that again. Like, yeah. cause we've been so like, like hiding our feelings and like keeping everything in that process takes time. Yeah. And I can tell you that I've struggled with like a group of friends and like trying to do that. And like, I like, I repulse from it because it is a hard thing to, to do that with other people. And so we do need to take those smaller steps to get there. So it's again, back to grace, like 
giving yourself that grace to make those small steps like it's going to take a little bit of time yeah because we've been hiding these feelings for so long and keeping them in isolating ourselves that having that connection it's almost they that's why they've studied apes so much and, and chimpanzees and stuff in captivity versus wild how they act so differently and we are animals and we put ourselves in captivity of our little houses, our little boxes, and breaking that connection. Like we are, in a sense, living in captivity in a way. Yeah. Um, cut ourselves off from community, um, the natural community. I mean, in our in our, in our little houses. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. No, that's so true. I think, and and it being through what we've been through the last couple of years, we just feel so disconnected, and we're not sure how to speak with each other anymore. And, and it's just finding that connection to, to come back to ourselves, but also to come back to other people as well. And it's not really just about talking as such. It can be uh, like holding your hand or giving that person a hug because some, some people don't like talking about how they feel, but sometimes they need that connection. Exactly. And I think, but it is also like, we have like our ideas in our head and then like, we're like, oh, we already tell that story ourselves. That other person's not going to do that. Like, for instance, with their spouse, you're like, oh, well, I already know he's going to say no, or I already know that he's not going to do it without even trying and having, it is sometimes that uncomfortable conversation, like, but we don't even try. We're like, our story in our head already says, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I did that the other day with, I was like, I wanted to get this new coach, um, this new, um, it's actually called Mind Valley, um, but it's like, personal development and like stuff all in one spot. And I like, I want to get the description. I'm like, should I tell my husband I want it for Christmas? What should I do? Like, you know, he's just going to laugh at me or whatever. And he, then he, when I, I finally decided, I'm just going to go do this. I'm like, here, you can say the kids got this for me. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, well, is this for your business or this for your, yourself? What is it for? And I'm like, well, it's a little bit of both. It's mostly just personal development. Cause I want to do that for myself. Yeah. And it was, as it was just, okay, I just want to know which, what it was for. And like, I've told you to go get another, like a yoga subscription or this or that. And like, oh, that was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I had this story in my head, like just going over and over. I'm yes. like, oh, yeah. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing as well. I think we, we over analyze things in our head, but actually in real life, it's not like that at all. And sometimes, yes, it is. But yeah, sometimes it's like you just said, oh, actually it was okay. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. It took longer in my head than it, the conversation took. Like, yeah. I've been like, days going in my head, like, how do I do this? And, like, the conversation was, like, five minutes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and what are two things to sum up today's conversation? Now I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> well, right. I think two things to sum it up is that to get connection, again, we need to remember, first of all, to give ourselves grace and take those baby steps. Um, but to do that, we need to look for what lights us up first. Because when we start connecting and doing the things that we like, then we start attracting the people who are going to accept that. Yeah. I mean, for instance, for myself, like when I started this business, I had no idea that my son would like want to help me. Like yeah. I assumed that this would mean taking away from my kids, right? It was yeah. something I wanted to do. And so when we start moving towards the things that we like, we find those genuine connections. Yeah. And they're not like things we should or must do. We want to look for those genuine connections. And the second thing is it's baby steps. So it's starting with just trying that extra question or thing 
with people that you come in contact with. You don't need to go out and do big things, but like go and get your coffee. Yeah. Ask one more question. It's just a baby step. You, you see a mom um, at the library class, say hi and ask her a question. Give her a compliment, like something. So we're just taking those baby steps to connection. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. And where can we find you? What's your website or your social media channels? So my website is connecting mamas, mamas with an S.com. And um, there's the free course on there that you guys, if you just click the free course, it's a um, goes through the check-in process. Each one is about 15 minutes between the video and you just doing the work um, of thinking about it. And um, I just want to invite you guys to come check it out. And I am on um, all the links for YouTube and Instagram are on the website as well. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much. It's been amazing. I've really loved our chat. Thank you. Oh, it's been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on there. It's really fun. Right, thanks. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. Thank you.